now. Yo, what's up? This is the American Dream, and that's what's hot on the streets from Hot 97. WQHT, New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. Welcome to Street Soldiers, your interactive talk forum for the hottest issues facing us today. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. We are focusing on Girls Gone Wild. Our reality TV shows, Turning Women into Bad Girls. Let us know what you think at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Or hit us up with a text at 75759. That's 75759. And if you say your name in your neighborhood, uh, we can shout that out too. Now, you know what we mean and what we're talking about. The slapping, fighting, glass throwing, lying and cheating, not to mention all the scheming and backstabbing. It makes great entertainment and it's fun to watch. I'm guilty. I'm telling you, after a day of news and covering really tough stories and very grim things that happen to people, it's nice to watch a reality TV show and just kind of unwind. But the real question is, is it subtly changing the way that women look at themselves? And what about our girls? What about like our teens and our preteens? Is it changing the way they think about themselves in terms of what's acceptable behavior? Let us know what you think at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Or hit us up with a text at 75759. That's 75759. Now we have a great panel for you and I'm gonna introduce them. Joining us in studio, Tahiri. She's the star of Love and Hip Hop, Video Vixen, Model, and of course everybody knows about the whole Joe Budden's ex situation that she's going through. And uh, she got up early to come in here to Street Soldiers Live. Tahiri, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Good morning. We appreciate it. Also with us is Freddie Robinson Jr. You see him on VH1's Chrissy and Mr. Jones, Love and Hip Hop. He's the producer of Mama Jones' hit song, Psychotic Me. Beep. Me, 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 me. <laughs> What's Freddie, up? What's up? Thanks for being with us. We no appreciate problem. Thanks it. for having me. Also with us is Tawanda McEachern. Did I say that right? McEachern. It's McEachern. Good. She's with Supporting Our Sisters, and we're going to find out what she has to say, whether these shows are really supporting our sisters and how that's going. Tawanda, thanks for being with us. And Kaidi Rodriguez, she's a master, has a master's in social work. She's a licensed child and family therapist, and she founded this program called Role Model. We're going to see what she has to say about all this. But to hear you first, I want to start with you. What has this done to your life being on this show? Uh, you, uh, I haven't really experienced. Uh, I've been busy working. So, I mean, my fan base has increased. Um, a lot more people recognize me. I've been in the business for four years, but now it's definitely, you know, turned up like a thousand notches. So, you know, the bookings are coming in. I'm, I'm getting bugged way much more. So, you know, I'm getting a lot busier. So it's working for you in terms of your career? Uh, absolutely. You know, it is a platform. Good, bad, ugly. You know, it is a platform. But what about what happens on the show? How real is it? And do you f ever really forget that the cameras are there? Uh, yeah. After a while, you do. Um, early on, when I started filming, we still are filming. Uh, you know, you tend to be aware of everything that's happening around you. It's pretty weird. After a while, you forget that they're there. And, um, you know, for the most part, you know, it is 80% real. There are real situations. The reason why the cast is um, chosen is because somewhere or another, we guys um, have crossed paths in our lives. And, you know, so the stories or the beefs or the drama, uh, 
you know, we they do exist. Uh, they play off of those situations. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, you get put in situations that, you know, I wouldn't put myself in, you know, on the regular. Like, I wouldn't walk in somewhere uh, and speak to someone if I really didn't want to speak to them. So there's certain situations that, you know, they do place you in, in certain places and certain situations. But the fact is that, you know, drama is there and, and situation exists. And, you know, breakups and all that. Like, you know, it's it's real, at least in my life. But Tahiri, do you feel that you've, you're doing things that you wouldn't normally do? Uh, I would or going say, beyond. Like- I, I would say I wouldn't. Like I said, I wouldn't walk in if, if, um, for instance, I have a situation with a young lady on the show who uh, I ran into a couple times uh, before filming. <clears throat> you know, out there in a club or anything, and we'll just walk past each other. She'll try to greet me. I won't. You know, it, it, I'm not as aggressive. I'll just walk by. But if we're in front, you know, it's like we were placed right in front of us. But we signed on for this. It's not like we didn't know that eventually we were going to film that scene. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a catch-22 somewhere. So you're kind of prepared for it a little bit, but... Kind of, sort of, yeah. All right. Freddie, what do you think about this? What, what's it done to you being on, being on these shows and being seen? Well, this is our third show. Um, I was on Love & Hip Hop season one, two, and then the spinoff of Chrissy and Jim's show. It has definitely increased um, my value and business value. Um, people recognize me a lot more, and... It's afforded me some new opportunities with television and like acting and pursuing my career in music production. So it definitely has helped. And it also stepped up my JJ game. You know what I mean? Uh, I it's getting so you got girls thrown at you. Oh, I girls like are throwing themselves rec- at you. I feel like a wide receiver right now. It's getting thrown at me. But JJ, left, right. Help me, somebody. In, I swear. <laughs> I'm in the huddle at home sometimes. 55, 42. You, you, you just fielding, you just, basi- <laughs> you just basically fielding calls and fielding offers. Yes, you know, it's, it's happening. But, I mean, I'm staying focused on what I came for is business. and um, Making at, money? Yeah, making money at the end of the day. Um, building new relationships with um, people in the industry and on top of the industry that can help. Um, propel my career and can make it make it go forward. All right, we're here in the good side, but Tawanda McEachern, you am I saying your last name? It's McEachern. But McEachern. It's okay. All right, McEachern. I'm going to write this down here for myself. I'm I'm so sorry about that. It's okay. Supporting our sisters, but is this all really nice with these reality shows? It really is not nice. If we had to tell the truth about it. It's not nice um, because we're responsible for the images that we put out there. We're responsible for our character at the end of the day. So someone can put you in any type of situation, but you're responsible for your actions. And I think we're sending the wrong message. I get the whole business side of it. I get the whole fact that that it brings new opportunities. And I'm all for that because at the end of the day, everyone wants to make money. But we have to also think about the responsibility of that because we do have a responsibility to our community, to the people who are watching us. And we know some of the behind the scenes stuff. Well, I don't know as much as you guys know, but you know the behind the scenes stuff and how things are are played out and what they tell you to do and not do. But as an average person watching it, it's almost disgraceful. And I watch it and and I'm like you, Lisa, like I watch it, um, but almost at a shame. And I watch it for entertainment because it, it is very entertaining. So you're watching now. You're watching. I am watching. I'm not even going to lie. I don't feel ashamed when I watch it. It's entertainment. But it's I mean, it's also, you know, I have certain, I, you know, that's not the old, those aren't the only images of women that I'm exposed to. No, I'm just it saying has, it's like if those are your, if those are your main images of women, is that affecting you, Kylie Rodriguez? I, you, you say know, it I, hurts women. I think it definitely, it, 
I wouldn't say necessarily women, but girls and youth that are looking at at these women and looking up to these women. Um, Statistics show that girls who watch reality TV are much more likely than their peers to think that in order to be successful, you have to cheat or lie or be mean. They're also much more likely to think that being catty is a typical part of being a girl. So the message that's being conveyed is that in order to win in life, you have to be overly aggressive and overly sexualized. You know, it's one thing for a grown woman to watch the show and to get a message. And, you know, it's a guilty pleasure. It's fun. But the message that's being conveyed to our girls is a negative message and it's detrimental. And it's also detrimental to society in general. You know, a lot of these women <clears throat> are college educated. I have a college degree. Yeah, I have a and, and I know that you're into a lot of positive things, but when... Joe Blow down in my down in Alabama is watching the show and he's never had an interaction with a woman of color. He's seeing her, you know, being disrespectful to her peers. He's he's seeing her being disrespectful to herself. He's seeing her being promiscuous and he's formulating an opinion. But Heidi, let me and I want to give to hear your chance to respond to that. But let me just put the, put this out there, too. It's not just women of color. You look at if you go across the spectrum Absolutely. of reality yeah. shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the white women are acting pretty bad too. Mm-hmm. You got the Latinas. You got everybody across the board with the same kind of type of you know type of scenario. But to hear you, how do you feel about that? I mean, you have a college education. Yes, I do. You're out there. Obviously, you're on the show. I you're do. very beautiful. Thank you. And very attractive. But what about what she's saying in terms of young girls? Do you I ever mean, think about that? Yes, absolutely. I had a situation yesterday where I ran into a a, a guy who's a, a cop now. He's an officer. Went to school. Ten years later, he has a ten year old daughter. And he says to me how much his daughter loves me. Mm. And I was like, oh. And then I said, oh, wait a minute. I shook a table. Oh, wait a minute. I threw that drink. Oh, wait a minute. I lost it on national TV. So I looked at him. I was like, oh, my God. And then he said, I said, but don't I said, don't let her watch Um, and try to explain to her. Like, you know, I didn't even know what to say at that point. So it's kind of like I go back and forth with the situation. I can't say to you that that was me. That was me. And I'm completely responsible for even shaking that table. But you make a difference between a 10-year-old girl watching versus a grown you're, woman you're, you're, who's just said, watching the, after work you to know, just chill he, out. He's responsible for his daughter. Right. right. You know, he should have not allowed her to watch that show. It's 8 p.m. True. You know what but I'm also, saying? But, She's 10 years old. But let's talk about that the, the table throwing, you know, that, that table incident at Sabor. Here, I mean, here it is. If that happened in real life, honestly, for real, you'd either get charged by the restaurant a lot. I get They would have called security. <laughs> they they would have escorted you out or they would have called the police and you would have caught you, an assault charge. You know what? You would have um, got banned. No, I probably would have gotten. And got, banned. Yeah, yeah. I would have got thrown out at the restaurant. Band. But um, you know, um, I can't. I can just say that that was in real life. Like Joey and I have been through it all, and um, I have a lot of pain. And I was completely blown by watching this man speak to me on camera and flip everything, not expecting what he was saying. Yeah. Still doesn't excuse my action, but I'm not thinking about TV, APM, VH1, yeah. Tahiri, model, video vixen, college graduate. I'm not thinking none of that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh my god. You want to defend yourself? Yes, I'm and looking it was at just... him. And so in order. I pushed the table and I shook everything off the table. Um, I'm not thinking about getting escorted. I'm, I'm not thinking about anything. I completely blew my cool. Now, I'm on national TV. As but you would you have done that if you were off TV? If that had been, if you guys had been having that same I conversation? I could tell you woulda, shoulda, coulda, maybe. I don't know. It happened. It happened on camera. Am I uh, a, a spicy Latina who sometimes, uh, you know, 
loses it. <laughs> you know, how many times can you push me before I push right back? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you guys only see 10 seconds of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, it all gets edited for down. eight hours. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 1-800-223-9797, Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about reality TV shows, especially their effect on women and especially their effect on young girls. Do you think they're turning women and girls into bad girls? Let us know what you think. 1-800-223-9797. Hit us up with a text at 75759. And I want to bring in uh, Angelina from uh, Jersey Shore. Angelina? Hi. Hi. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. How are you guys? All right. How are you doing? I'm good. So listen, what do you think about this topic? Do you think that, how do you feel the reality shows are portraying women, like you in particular? I definitely think it's portraying women to be bad girls. Um, I, it, my life has changed so much from being on TV and, you know, I, I do agree with some, you know, some people on the panel right now that are speaking. I, I really don't know everybody's names, but I know that, um, I heard a couple of things that I agree with about um, how, you know, young little girls or, or little boys are coming up to you saying, oh, my God, I loved you on the show. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I can't even believe that, like, that little kid watches Jersey Shorts. It's, it's disgraceful. So I definitely believe that, you know, it's about the parenting, I, I, I think, because the parents shouldn't be watching, like, letting their kids watch these shows. It's really horrible. You think it's up to the parents? I think we have callers that uh, may agree with you on that. Charmin from Newark, go right ahead. Hello? Yeah, Charmin, you're on the air. Go right ahead. How you doing? I All just right, think that it depends on the upbringing of the individual. Because, you know, I'm from the project, you know, my mom raised me really well. Uh, of course, I was a bad girl growing up, you know, far fighting and stuff like that. But as I became a young lady, I became to understand a lot of different things. And it wasn't from a TV show. It was from getting my mind right. So I don't agree and think that it's from a TV show. It's up to the individual and the upbringing. And the upbringing. Okay, thank you very much. What about that, Kylie? You know... I think that, of course, there's some validity in that statement that it's up to the parents. Uh, statistics show that girls, you, girls, they're watching TV. But girls between the ages of 11 and 15, they watch over 10 hours of TV a week. That's a lot of TV. So parents definitely need to be accountable for what their kids are watching. But this is a community responsibility and a, a collective responsibility. So I've heard reality TV shows, uh, TV stars in the past say they forget that the cameras are there. But now that we know that little girls are watching you and you know that young kids are looking up to you because we can't control our kids all the time. We yeah, can't but you watch can them say that time. about everything. Where do you draw the line then you could say well you know what news we show horrible things videos. on news yeah. videos right but it's what, like, I'm, what i'm saying is that now that you have that awareness that you have been put on this platform and placed as a role model you know remember that the cameras are there remember that your niece is watching you your daughter is watching you nah. we're also They're human there. too and can i say something really quick yeah angelina from jersey shore go right ahead yeah even if you remember like the cameras are there where there were times where I remembered that the cameras were there. But at the same time, one of my castmates was were getting me angry, and they were, you know, rubbing me the wrong way. And I had we to sit to there and defend myself, even if the cameras are there. Like, there's no, there's nothing you can do about it. You, have, you act in the moment, and sometimes your, your actions, you just can't help it. You get pissed, you know? Sure. I agree, because, like, when Mama Jones and me got into it on the show, she pulled out a baseball bat, and that's just something she does. You know, she, she has a good a swing, right? Yeah, great I mean, swing. Think about it. Like, you know, if it wasn't, if Mama Jones, <clears throat> excuse me, wouldn't be Mama Jones, like, she wouldn't be on the show. Like, we also have to, I mean, I get it, and I completely take all responsibility. And sometimes, I, like, yesterday I had that situation, but at the end of the day, how good would TV be if yeah. all you do is sit there and mediate the situation, like, 
You know what I mean? I mean we also I, have to, it, there's some ratings involved. It, you I know, agree. I don't think it's totally about mediating the situation, but I think it's up to producers and to the stars to find a way to highlight what's positive, find a way to highlight people being responsible, people being successful, people winning in a positive I way. Agree. That, but that, what about that's people, the way we need to challenge but you're saying, ourselves. You're saying most girls, uh, preteen girls, are watching 10 to 15 hours of TV a day. Mm-hmm. Isn't it up to the parents to monitor what Absolutely. they're watching? Exactly. Yeah. Parents, exactly. need to, parents need to take their kids from in front of the TV, put them in activities, put them in the role model program, get them busy. But they, you can't control your kids you know, 100% of the time. You don't know what they're doing 100% of the time. If you have a 16-year-old girl, you can't be in front of her all the time. She's going to look at it audit, look at it. On, um, you know, on the internet, she may be with some friends. Well, she all may I, catch all it, I know is you know, that when my mom said no, it's no. Yeah, it was no. I'm That's not watching. What does your mom Every think? Of, your does your mom watch you? My mom, my mom is in Dominican Republic. She actually did film with me. Um, you know, it's not all bad. Yes, we've had certain scenes, but we had an amazing scene um, that we filmed together. And, um, you know, my father got the link and stuff. And my grandmother called me, and she's 78, and she's like. Did you really? Are you? You're acting right, and I was like, mm, no. And she's like, what? Like she? They still they didn't understand to, it. Yeah, they 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 haven't they haven't understood. All right, it. let's go. To, let's go to Ron from Harlem. He's been hanging on. Hey, Ron, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Ron. Yeah. Yeah, you're on the air. If you could please turn the radio down the background, then we can hear what you have to say. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, I just I just like to say, you know, you know, when you when you look at programming, you know, you you watch these programs. And you know, like you said, what it, what does it do to our young our young women in, in, in this society? You know, you, you watch something where you see people throwing drinks across the room and everybody just being sleazy towards one another. I mean, what like you said, when do we highlight positivity in the black community? All right, I'm going to see Wait. if anybody wants to answer that. I mean, Thank you very much for the call. I agree with what he's saying, but at the same time, I feel like I agree with what you were saying earlier too about. It's a collective responsibility, but I feel like that's a different channel y'all should be watching. You know, exactly. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say Sunday church. This is VH1 um, we talking about, and this is what we signed up for. Mm -hmm. And we do have to consciously think about our youth because I got ten year old girls like my my homeboys. Um, daughter, she was doing something bad in the house, and he told her to stop. She ain't listen. I went over to her. I was like, you heard your father, right? She was like, you ain't about that life. <laughs> I said, oh, oh Lord. Oh, my goodness. Ten years <laughs> old. All right, let's go, Vinny. let's go to Vinny. Let's go to Vinny from know. Queens. Vinny, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, I don't, it's not the fault of the reality TV shows. It's just a common oh. indecency that we now have as a society. I'm a black male. So when I hear other cultures, Spanish, Indian, even white, say the N-word, I cringe. Uh, girls don't come out in pajamas. Uh, they wear half their, you know, their body parts out. So it's not reality TV shows. It's just the indecency we have. Guys have their pants hanging down, you know, below their waist, and they're talking to a young woman. How do you entertain a guy that has his pants down? So I don't blame reality TV shows. They're doing their job. Whatever that is, and I do watch, unfortunately. <laughs> but, you know, uh, there it you know is. I don't blame them. It's life. They're, they're imitating, you know, it's life imitating art, or rather, vice versa. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much for the call. Um, and Angelina, did you want to say something? I heard you trying to jump I, in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that uh, gentleman right there because I feel like 
it is because of TV. Also, a lot of, uh, like, I, I know it's a different topic, but a lot of, like, the gun violence, it has to do with, you know, video games. It's like the same kind of scenario if you really you want to be technical. So, if it so is I, I, that's TV. my opinion. I don't know if everyone agrees on that, but that's how I feel. I, I definitely think it's TV and you know, ever since reality TV came out, a lot of things have been changing. I've seen a major change in the last like six, seven years. Um, in, what, in what way? In what, what 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 way have you seen the change? I mean, like I remember, like when I was like seventeen, eighteen. Like I know that like there was still sex and there were still you know movies and and yeah, there was a little reality TV, but it, it's not as big as how it is now. And I feel like a lot of people are, are being very disrespectful. Like, the world is just not, I, especially in New York, I don't feel like that happiness. I feel like everyone's just out to, like, fight each other, and people are, are always cursing each other out. It's just very, very Angelina. weird to me. Angelina, yeah. this is Freddie. Hey, boo-boo. Hey. How you doing? The How world has been disrespectful. You know, for thousands of years, it's just playing it, out on. Yeah, it's, it's just, just on it's just television now. Exactly. Camera, yeah, but know. no, but that's what I'm trying to explain too. It's like it's like you could see it more now because of reality TV. You get what I'm saying? You know, I think it's more about um, the choices that we make because we have we you can change the channel. There are about 500 different channels on TV that we can watch. Even in terms of parenting, we are responsible for what we allow our kids to watch or Mm -hmm. don't watch. We're not, my children's role models are not just going to be people on TV. So I'm not leaving that up to other people for their responsibilities. As a parent, my children need to be able to look at me and I set that example for them as in terms of what they do, what they don't do. So I have that responsibility. We also have to protect our ear gates, our eye gates the music we listen to, what we watch, all of those things have a, the propensity to infect our minds. And then that's how we begin to make our choices. So the bottom line is, in all of this, whether you're doing good on TV, not doing good on TV, what you're listening to, you have a choice. Well, as as a parent or, you know, speaking on the parents' behalf, like, I'm going to be honest with you. My kids ain't watching TV. Now that we talking about all of this, I'm canceling That's cable. That's how I feel. I was I'm just canceling cable tomorrow. you <laughs> <laughs> canceling everything. Drew, what's happening with the text messages? Our text messages are blowing up. We have a text message. Those phones are crazy. <laughs> yeah. One that says, um, when will we start to control our image in, Amer- in American media? Projecting the beauty in our culture and not these negative types. Anything sells, nothing won't. And we have a Twitter uh, tweet from Swaggin' Red that says reality shows are setting a stage in the real world that's irrelevant. Real bad girls know that th- this is fake. Oh, okay. So it sounds like that came from a real bad girl. But to hear you, what? But what about we're talking about kids? But what about the image on grown women, on a, on adult women? I mean, to hear you, you're beautiful. You're a, a video model. So and then here it is. You know, you're caught up in the situation with an ex, which a lot of women can relate to. Right. But it's like I look at you and I'm like, she should be the one where. Guys are lining up to come and oh, they prove themselves up. to you. <laughs> Freddie, 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 stay in front of your microphone, okay. please. Freddie's been oh, trying to bad. me since he sat I'm here, sorry. but stop. No, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, what, is that, what does that say to just like an average average girl or like an average woman saying, oh my God, Tahiri's got to stress over this guy and, you know, what, what well, hope is there for, well, for I me? Mean, I mean, it's a reality. My, my situation, and Joey and I, I mean, it's played out all over. It's played out online. You know, we went through a we had a great relationship or semi and then a really nasty breakup so now you know we took it the next levels on tv it, yeah i have guys lined up 
all day, every day. But, you know, at the end of the day, Joey and I just keep going back and forth with the same drama. And it's just being played out. It's real. Why do you think that keeps going? Is that is that um, to keep the show going? To no, keep the storyline going? It is, um, it what is keeps what, you caught up on him? Shout, no, shout out to I, Joe Buttons. Oh we God, love Joe Buttons. No shout out to Joe nothing. Um, <laughs> no, I do. He's always been a good friend of Street Soldier. Actually, you know, I'm NFL neutral for life, okay? Actually, um, I believe that, well, Joey and I are in a situation where we really are not, we don't have any relationship uh, as of right now, but the show was pretty much, uh, there was there was a, a, a unclear area where the world didn't know what happened to Joey and Tahiri. So, you know, we decided to sign on and let the world see what happened after the breakup. And it's, you know, eventually going to lead up to better things and that's uh you know hoping to get you know over joey this was therapeutic to, for me by the way was it really yes i was uh, compl- really yes really? it was it was because i'm able to see myself now and, and i and i you know I'm, I'm it's so much better i feel so much better about joey and i today after filming funny i didn't think that the show i thought it would be all negative i wasn't i was nervous and it was therapeutic so young girls will be able to see me go from you know whatever it is that i'm feeling to that day to where i go at the end of the show which might be you know over it completely not over it back with them you don't know so you're saying it's actually helping you it, it helped see yourself because everything is me. kind of to the extreme and it's kind of crystallized and distilled because they're editing it, everything down it, it helped me even I, I haven't I haven't seen the whole thing because we get to see it with the with the with the world, but you know um, even in filming, even in things that don't make it on air. I, I think feel the, a lot the whole relationship with you and Joey, you that's the part that's relatable. That's the part that everybody can relate to. You know, we've all had an ex that you know we just can't seem to let go of, mm-hmm. and so things like that are positive. And you know, women and girls being able to see you come through that and come out of it is mm-hmm. definitely a positive thing. So I don't want to come on here and say that it's <laughs> all negative, but something like that, those are the types of things I think we need to see more, the part that all of us can relate to because we can't all relate to the the you know, the throwing of yeah, tears the shaking and water. Water. Exactly. That's all they wanna that's all they want to show is like the throwing of this and I mean maybe on your show, but on my show everything was about the drama and, and just drinking and having sex. And the way they edit the show, they continue to show the same fight over and over and over well, again. Oh, my God, yeah. The tease. Yeah. No, but I'm saying it, it's part, it's, it's everybody's responsibility. Producers, editors, you know. Yeah, everybody. We get to see the show as you guys get to see the show. Yeah. Oh, my God, so you don't know what gets edited no. and what gets out there. All right, let's go to Mike from the Bronx. Of course. <laughs> let's go to Mike from the Bronx. Mike, hey, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. You know, um... I don't see the reality TV as somewhat of how people perceive it. I see it as an exposure of how people really are. I guess that's why they call it reality TV. I mean, when you look at, let's say, some of the um, racy wardrobes that some women wear, do they wear that in real life, or are they wearing that to get their 15 minutes of fame? And okay, well, let's, get let's their ask. 15 minutes of fame, then it, do they go to that extreme just to fulfill their dreams? We see the violent rhetoric. We see the cursing going on. I mean, it really exposes a lot. All right, let's, have, let's ask about the wardrobe thing. Wardrobe so, so is do, real. Freddie, what about that? Do the girls, the girls real. really get off the set and then put on the Carhartt overalls and the... No. They, I mean, when they, it's just like everybody around the world. Women, when they go out, they dress up really nice because, I mean, they want to feel good, look good. 
And I don't, I don't, it ain't about it, TV, you know, it's about just, yeah, it depends on the person, person because, um, you know, I can speak in my, and the cast, um, you know, I can, I definitely am all the way real It's a hundred, whatever it is that you see me with on whatever. I'm not even turning it up for TV. Like I'm yeah. trying to stay true to me. Cause at the end of the day, I have to wake up with me yeah. in the morning. So I wasn't too proud about me shaking that table, mm-hmm. by the way, when I saw it. Um, but then I see other, my cast members and I'm like, that's not even you that you like, who are you? Mm, yeah. I, I, All right. Who are you? Uh, We're going to talk about that. Um, let me tell you right now, Hot 97's in-studio series with Angie Martinez featuring ASAP Rocky. Another Hot 97 experience, Money Can't Buy, ASAP Rocky at a secret location with Angie Martinez and you. An exclusive interview and listening session for his new album, Long Live ASAP. Before it goes on sale this Tuesday, your only way is to win with Hot 97. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers. We're talking about reality TV shows. Are they turning women into bad girls? Let's hear from some women. 1-800-223-9797. Hit us up with a text at 75759. Tweet us at Lisa Evers at Street underscore Soldiers. We'll be back right after this. Hot 97's Angie Martinez. Nas is here, everybody. CNN just named Nas the greatest hip-hop lyricist ever. Salute. How do you feel about that, Nas? Do you agree? Yeah. Yes, you should. (laughs) At first, I was like, I was cringing, like, what? You know what I mean? But what what he broke down the order. That's like the Rakims, all of them, everybody. It is what it is, man. (laughs) (laughs) Watch the full Angie Martinez Nas interview now at Hot97.com. January 19th, it's the Winter Comedy Jam in the Beacon Theater with D.L. Hughley. I had no idea the Capitol was right next to the roughest neighborhood I've ever been to my whole life. Capitol surrounded by pedophiles, criminals, and drug addicts. And that's just the House of Representatives. The Winter Comedy Jam with Bruce Bruce. We go to all-you-can-eat restaurants and sit down at the buffet. The manager will be like, can I get you something? I say some napkins. That's all we need. I live in L.A., a white woman got ate by a shark and still got back in the water. If I got ate by a shark, I wouldn't even take a shower no more. I just washed up for the rest of my life. He me Plus, Mookie Suarez and Joe Torre. You got to be careful what you ask for. Because I don't know what I asked for. All I asked for, I just asked for some Next thing, I know. I got a baby mama. I'm married with two kids. The Winter Comedy Jam, January 19th in the Beacon Theater. Tickets available at the box office. Ticketmaster. Online at Ticketmaster.com or charge by phone. 866-858-0008. Hot 97's morning host, Cypher Sounds and Peter Rosenberg, talk about getting started in the music business. Hey, yo, this is Cypher Sounds here to tell you that getting a career in the music business is extremely difficult. But you know what's easy? Speaking to the professionals at the Institute of Audio Research in Greenwich Village. For over 40 years, IAR has been training successful recording engineers and music producers for a career in music. That's right, Syphe. It's Rosenberg here to let you know that IAR prepares you with classes that in barely nine months will have you ready to start your music career. IAR's professional faculty will train you on Pro Tools, mixing, MIDI, and much more, including the business side. Federal financial aid is available if you qualify, and they also hook you up with career placement. So what are you waiting for? Call IAR today at 212-777-8550. Join IAR for their February open house on Saturday, February 9th from 1 to 4 p.m. After touring the school, sit in on 
a hands-on Pro Tool class and music business seminar. Call IAR to reserve a spot, 212-777-8550, and visit audioschool.com. Hope to see you there. Love that chicken from Popeye's. In Louisiana kitchens, nothing is an afterthought. If you're going to cook something, you've got to give it your best, honey. You take wings, for example. Most people use pre-breaded frozen wings, not Popeye's. I treat my spicy Cajun wings the same way I treat all my bona fide chicken. I marinate them in Louisiana spices for 12 long hours, hand batter them, and fry them up fresh. And right now you get six of my wings and one of my great dipping sauces for just $3.99 or nine pieces mixed for $10.99. You might just want to jump in your car right now and get down to Popeye's, honey, because by the time you get here, you are going to be drooling. Six wings and dipping sauce for $3.99 or nine pieces mixed for $10.99. So what's it going to be? Pre-breaded frozen wings that somebody cooks as an afterthought? Or my Popeye's spicy Cajun wings that get the same loving attention all my chicken gets? I think I know the answer to that one. Offer plus applicable tax at participating restaurants for a limited time. You want a chance to win $500? Enter the Discover ID Gum Radio Sweepstakes. Tweet at Discover ID Gum and share what your favorite part of ID Gum is for a chance to win $500. New ID Gum is a delicious twist to the flavors you love, like peppermint, berry melon, and spearmint. You can find ID Gum at your local pharmacy, grocery, or convenience store. And don't forget to tweet at Discover ID Gum for a chance to win $500. DiscoverIDGum.com for official rules. Yeah, you already know what it is, man. Man, this is B.I.G. Sean, and this is the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people, only on Hot 97. And Reality Radio. I'm Lisa Evers, your host. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. We are talking about reality TV shows. We all watch them, let's face it. They're great, they're entertaining, but is there a dark side? Is there an influence that's happening on us subtly about how we look at What's acceptable behavior for women? And what about our young girls, our younger sisters, our little daughters? Are they being influenced by this bad behavior, slapping, throwing glasses, pushing tables, screaming, scheming, cheating, chasing after all the bad guys, that kind of thing? Let us know what you think at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Hit us up with a text at 75759. That's 75759. And we have got an amazing panel for you. Tahiri, star of Love and Hip Hop, video vixen and model. She is here with us answering all our questions and not dodging anything. I love that about you, Tahiri. Thank you so much for that. Freddie Robinson Jr., VH1's Chrissy and Mr. Jones, Love and Hip Hop, keeping it real, really real. Really real. Really real. Yeah. Not just reality real. This is really I'm real. Serious. Girls in my neighborhood are naming themselves hoodwives like they're making up their own shows and like <laughs> bars and restaurants i'm dead serious it's getting crazy <laughs> tawanda mckeechern she's with supporting our sisters kaiti rodriguez is uh founded the role model program she has a master's in social work and is a licensed child and family therapist we also have with us um kaylin she, kayla Furman. she was a role model of the year we're going to find out what she has to say about this and also with us is sierra she was just convicted of robbery and is going in to do a three-and-a-half-year bid on this Thursday. So I want to thank you all for, for being with us very, very much. We appreciate it. Let's get some phone calls in real quick. Let's go to um, Rob right now. And everybody, please feel free to join in. And, and we have Angelina from Jersey Shore with us as well. Rob, what do you think about these reality shows? Hey, Rob. Hey, hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Go right ahead. I know you've been hanging oh, yeah, out for I mean, a minute. I mean, listen, um, 
I don't mind someone making money. I mean, because I'm a demolition company for a living. I know how hard it is to make money every day. But you just got to remember that sometimes parents work long hours like myself, and our kids have the remote control in their hand, right? So we can't be there watching them 24 hours, right? So what you put on television, it's a perception of thought of an, an urban society, and you can't just do anything all the time. And I guess it's my fault as well, because I should be there with them, but I have to make money for a living. So I understand the concept of having to make money and having to save money and having to do this, that, and the third for money. But just sometimes watch what you say on TV, because I have a six-year-old son and I have a one-year-old daughter, and I don't want them to have the wrong perception about life just because I have to work every day. All right, Freddie Robinson, you got a question, you got an yeah. answer for him. Um, who's babysitting these kids when you gone or when you at work? Brother, I, I understand that, and, and and you are right, but there's there's a flip side to every coin, right? And I'm not knocking you for what you do, because trust me, I know how hard it is. But just remember how powerful the media is. True. Okay, the media is very powerful. I mean, it's not just you. It's not. It's not just reality TV shows. It's commercials and cartoons. Well, I mean, where do, you, where do you draw the line? Then it just keeps on going, uh, keeps on going and going. Kayla Furman, role model of the year, with the uh, role model program that that Kylie Rodriguez started. What do you think about this as as a young woman who's trying to do all the right things the right way? I think that media does have a definite perception and an impression on young girls, not only young girls but young boys. Um, men and women and whether that's TV or music or ads billboards any of that type of stuff but um, I think it's our responsibility as a responsible society to not let that kind of image go to the young minds because they are impressionable and as a young girl I look at reality TV and yeah I watch it because it's enjoyable it's entertainment and because I've gotten to the point where, yeah, I'm mature enough to know that those kind of actions I'm not going to go out and do. I'm not going to go out and flip a table or get drunk because I'm 17 years old and that's not how a young lady should act. However, my peers may not be able to distinguish what is right and what's wrong because they get their morals that, from TV. You think and it, that has a lot to do with parenting. Parents. Parenting. You know why? Parenting. Because I, I remember being a young teen and my mom always, um, she raised me to be a leader, not a follower. And I, no matter what I watched and what I listened to, and, and at times I would do what she would tell me not to, like watch certain things or listen to certain music, um, I knew it was wrong and I knew I couldn't. And I knew I graduated school for that reason. Everybody in on my block is still on, you know, doing, some people are still there. You know, I knew that I didn't want to be part of statistics and have kids. I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not in my 20s. And I've yet, you know, I haven't gotten married and, I'm, and I've yet to have children. And it's not because, you you know, I don't want to just because I want to do it the right way. And that's something my mom taught me. But I could have I could have followed everybody else in my neighborhood and had, you know, 3,000 carriages right now. It's All true. Right. Let's, uh, Sierra, you, you got a real life situation, though. You're going in for robbery three and a half years on Thursday. That's very, very serious. So we, and talking to the microphone, please. There. So when you when you hear us talking about these reality shows and you see the kind of behavior that goes on, how does that you know, what do you think about that? What effect does it have on you? Um, as far as reality shows, it does have a lot of effect. Like, I have my children that watch it. I just think it's majority on what the parents allow you to watch and how they raise their children to do so. But we also have to consider those who don't have parents and who have been raised and forced to care and 
What about those children that actually don't have that guidance? And what about your situation? I mean, what influenced what influenced you? I think it was just more to go to go the way that you did. Well, I didn't have much of that guidance. I think in that I wasn't considering the consequences to that. Um, it was more of an economical issue, it's based on wanting money and not knowing where to get it and how to get it, and so it kind of affected my way of thinking at that time. And and how are you feeling now about everything, knowing that, you know, Thursday you won't be able to walk into a radio station like this. You won't be able to go where you want to go. Um, you won't be able to see your kids when you want to see them. Well, lately I've been more yeah thinking about the consequences. I feel like. Uh, it was something that shouldn't have been done. It was more of a not thinking at that point. Wow. Uh, yeah. It hurts. Uh, it it hurts. just hurts. And I, I I apologize for it, but it doesn't take back what I did. And what do you say to the what do you say to the girls and the and the women that are listening right now? You know, just in terms of behavior and doing things that might cross that line and get them locked up. I just think they have to look at the positive side of life. They have to look at being behind bars and not being able to see your family again for quite amount of time and not knowing what you're looking at in there and the fear of the unknown of being away from everybody uh, that's how i've been thinking about it so we're talking about bad behavior but for you this is is on a whole different level yeah this is uh way past bad behavior it's unthinkable this is not a, a game at all it is is life is reality well, we, we appreciate it. And I want you to feel free to jump in the conversation, too, because we really want to hear your perspective. And, uh, you know, you've got a lot of experience that, that we want to hear from. So I appreciate you being honest enough and, you know, coming forward and coming on the show and telling us what it's like. But I want you to feel free to jump in, too. OK, Sierra. All right. Let's go go to the phones, too. We have um, Sandra Guzman on the line right now. She is the author for Latina Women, the new Latina Bible. Sandra, are you there? Hi, how are you, Lisa? All Can right, you hear me? Yes, we hear you just great. How are you? I'm awesome. Congratulations on the show and a shout out to everybody on the show. I love uh, all the points that are being made. And what do you think about reality shows, the reality TV shows? Well, you know, it's, it's entertainment. Um, I don't watch uh, television. In fact, I, this week I took my cable box to Time Warner and I said they can have it. See? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. You took it back? I took it back. I took it back. I actually think that it's important to tune out and to unplug from a media. That Wait a minute, this from this. a woman who's been the producer of the HBO <laughs> shows? Yes, yes, yes. I'll watch it on the internet and I'll curate more carefully what I watch. I have two boys. I want them to respect women. I want them to love women. It starts with me, of course, and I role model. But as much as parents and as much as adults tell their children to do this one thing, there's something called peer pressure, Mm -hmm. and there's something called media. And as, as a producer, as a journalist, I am proud of every single piece of work I've ever done. I do work to lift my people. I don't do work to demean them. And I think in many ways... What, this, what these reality shows are about is an expression of anger, of the violence, but it's just not reality shows. It's also the movies. Every, you know, it's, it's also 
um, well, there's a lot of other aspects that's, and, and video games. Exactly. Let me, let, let me bring in. But that's what that's what people are saying. Like, where do you draw the line? Let's bring in. Said, Alice. You know what I did? You know what I did? Instead of like when I took my cable box box, I took that money that I saved and I bought art supplies. You go, and girl. And I bought the equipment. So I think it's all giving you the love and hip hop uh, good parenting yeah, award. Wait a minute, let me bring in back. Let me bring in Allison yeah. let me let me bring in Allison Samuel. She's a correspondent for Newsweek and uh, the Daily Beast. Allison, you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Uh, all right. How are you doing? What I'm is your I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us and everybody, please we got a great panel here. Please feel free to jump in for everybody whether you're on the phone or here in the studio with us. How do you feel about these shows? I'm similar to the to the first lady. I I mean to to the last lady. I don't watch reality TV. I and this is what I do for a living. I cover entertainment. But I made a decision way back long ago with Anna Nicole Smith when she had a reality show, and I sat there and watched the first episode, and and I thought this woman <coughs> is having a nervous breakdown. This woman is gonna her life is not gonna end well. And why is this entertaining? I'm not entertained by someone else's dysfunction. Um, and so today, I just don't watch it. And particularly, as we see minorities on entertainment, sh- on reality shows, I think the portrayal of minorities on these shows are, are just devastating. But, Allison, and- wait a minute. Okay, I, I just have to jump in there. You look at Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You look at the Real Housewives of Orange well, County. Well, there, it's exactly this. Well, maybe well, the, the complexion has changed and the well, address has changed, but it's very similar. Let's be very no, clear. No, no, for, Lisa, for every... Housewives of Beverly Hills, for every Orange County, there's The Good Wife, there's Homeland. There are all these really interesting shows right. about white people doing really interesting, diverse mm-hmm. things. So you're saying there's you a balance, there's more of a balance. You're saying there's more of a balance. Absolutely. Right. You know, and if, and if that were the case, if we had that balance, it wouldn't upset me as much. But we don't have that balance. We've only recently got Scandal. We've only recently got the show Deception in the last year. But those reality shows have been on for, forever, so that, that it, I think it's not the same. You can't say, oh, look at these shows that show white people doing the same thing. They have alternative areas to sort of show themselves <laughs> and to sort of give people a different What about the Tawanda? You know, as, as I'm listening to all of this, I'm thinking about something that the young lady um, who's actually about to be sentenced. Sierra, um, that's Sierra. Sierra, yeah. and what's the other, is it Kaylin? The, the, Kayla. Okay, Kayla. Um, they mentioned something about the, the impressions. Um, they have very impressionable minds. And what we have to realize is that even though as adults we know what's right and what's wrong and what we can do and what we can do, um, we're not always around to watch the kids and what they're looking at or whatever. So we're responsible for our footprint. We're responsible mm-hmm. for the impression that we leave in society. When we talk about history and our legacy, is this what our legacy is? Is this where we're going to be leaving? So all of this footage from years going back, is this what we want to see as a community, as a whole? Kaidi Rodriguez, what about that? You're a licensed family and child therapist. Well, is, I actually work with children that have been involved in DIFUS in the foster care system, and I think Sierra made an excellent point. What about the kids who don't have parents? What about the kids who, you know, you are the only role model that they have. You know, someone on a reality TV show, someone in the hip-hop industry, that's who they look up to, and that's who they want to be like. Okay, but that's why should that be Tahiri's responsibility? She went to college. Or, or Freddie. I, I she went to college. But, but she got her it, education. Right, she's pursuing who's, her who's career. She's making money. Is it? Who's, whose responsibility is it? Well, I'm that's the question. Like, it's, it's a society issue, and I'm saying when we act and when we make our movements, we have to look it's on, on a platform of that level, because to whom much is given, 
much is required. Okay, but what about what's like, wrong with what's wrong with Tahiri is pursuing her career. She says the show is helping her make more money. Mm-hmm. It's advancing her career. She says she's evolving personally as an individual. And then what's to prevent her from now? She makes real money. Then she decides she wants to executive produce maybe Sandra's book, the Latina Bible or something like that. Do you oh, know I'm what I'm saying, saying? That's all a good thing. And like we said, we can't knock all of that. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying is that. But why should it just be on her shoulders? It's, it's not just on her shoulders. I'm saying it's on the whole industry. We have to, you know, I'm not jumping on Tahiri. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> This table is nailed down. This table is nailed down. Everybody plays a part in this role. But our part and place on reality TV is a small, minute. No. Yes, it's it's, it's, it's huge. a small I, I part to the media. Media. The media I mean, huge. listen, I should have taken all huge. that, but it, it is. Nobody but Tahiri, Tahiri, I said. feel like I feel like you know, as much as it's entertaining, as much as it is my real life, I, I, you know, I do have some kind of a responsibility because That's I am right. on TV. I understand. So I can't, that. I can't sit around and you know. Well, I'm sorry, Freddie. No, uh, hold up. Nah, let me stop. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's, it's really hard. Like I said, she was, he was, he. I ran into him and he said, my daughter's ten years old, and I caught her in the mirror doing this with her finger kind of like the way I was talking I said oh no 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 and it kind of broke my heart but in all actuality I'm like torn between me being me real on TV and now having yeah. This, you know, this responsibility. But that's that ten, but is. that ten-year-old girl's father that isn't that his responsibility and then you think to about teach that. her how to behave? And then you think about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of yeah. like, you know, at this point, you should have whispered in his ear. But whatever what happened to the concept, can I, can I say something? It takes though? a village. Can I, can I say something? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, Angelina. For this is Angelina from uh, from Jersey Shore. Go ahead, Angelina. Yeah, like even if you're being on your best behavior, and I mean, for my show, we film 24 hours a day, seven days a week for two months. So I had a, like, when I have a good day or a bad day, they're always going to put on TV the bad day. They're going to put on the drama. They're going to put on me fighting with somebody. And they're not going to show the good things. And they're That's not going to so show true. the. I agree. Yeah, they're not showing the pleasant side of me. And there's nothing I can do. This is, the cameras are there all the time. So if I want to mouth off to someone because someone's coming at me, there's nothing I can do. I'm not going to be like just this little girl on the corner. I mean, it's a reality TV show. I can't myself from saying things I want to say you know what I mean you, you just can. because kids are watching happens, they shouldn't yeah. be watching no, I mean, you, no, you know what let me let me uh. tell you let me tell you um in filming like she says I can um charity events it could be you know uh yeah. fundraising it can be you know the fact that I'm evolving from this bartender with a college degree to a businesswoman and building my empire mm-hmm. all that is all good mm-hmm. but it might not be all good right now for the producers you know what I'm saying and we're not in control we do sign that paperwork but we we're not in control. But what you do? Do you see? You said you saw yourself evolving personally. Where do also, you see yourself evolving career-wise? Uh, moving on from you know, I no longer even in shoes. No longer do I want to be all the way you know in a thong and stuff. Like everything is changing. Like I'm growing. I'm you know opening my own business because I've been you know as a bartender. Now it's time for me to open my own bar. You know charity. Like I'm so interested in helping people, not having much. Right. You know because they see you on reality TV, but you know the fame doesn't always amount to the money in your pocket. But giving back. You know, these are things that I am interested in doing. Um, however, these things, you know, I can talk about it in a thousand se- in a thousand scenes. Who knows if it's going to make it? And for the most part, that's exactly, it doesn't that's make exactly it. That's exactly what I was saying. There were so many things that, like, when I, when I went ahead and watched the show back, like, we see just like everybody else is seeing it that night that it's airing, you know, every single week uh, past. And I used to sit there and say to myself, oh, my God, why are they only putting this on? What happened to this scene? What happened to when I was, you know, friends with Snooki? What happened to when me and Mike, the situation But that's, the, that's cool? the nature of TV. That's like when I do an interview for somebody I, for Fox 5 and we talk for five minutes and I'm using two eight-second sound bites. You know, you got to take what's exactly. the thing. Exactly. Let's, let's go to, um, let's bring in Dr. Carol Lieberman, author of Bad Girls. Dr. Lieberman, thanks for joining us. 
Yes, hi. Hi, how are you? Uh, fine, thank you. Yes, this is, I, I think, first of all, that it, there's no question but that reality TV has an impact not only on young girls, but young boys and old girls and old boys. Um, what we see on television in general goes into our unconscious mind. Our mind is like a video camera, and it takes all of it in. And when people see um, people acting out, you know, in the ways that you've been talking about on reality TV, the reason why they emulate that is not just because they're seeing it and it seems cool, but it's because a lot of people, all of you who get on reality TV, then get on magazine covers, get on entertainment shows, news shows. It's the idea is if I act like that, I'm going to become rich and famous. I think we all there have you a go. responsibility. There it is. I yeah, think I, we I all have a responsibility. That. I, I agree. I think we all have a responsibility. Parents have the responsibility to, to, to watch what their kids are doing. Yeah. Uh, producers have their responsibilities of keeping that job and getting them ratings. Right. You know, I, I, everybody has to take some kind of, you know, every. That's why I said our part is kind of smaller than everybody's because mainly the network eventually puts out what they want. But at the end of the day, I want to go back to the kids on the streets that don't have the parents that are in foster homes. I want to send a message out to them and tell them, like, listen, this reality TV show stuff is entertainment, pure entertainment. Do not follow us. Be a leader. You know, have develop yes, and grow it, your own what? mind. But in know? terms of what sells, in terms of what gets the attention, obviously, the bigger the conflict, the bigger the drama, the bigger the problem. I mean, it's and like what the we producers, look at I've been involved in reality TV on, you know, in front of the camera, behind the camera, not as a reality TV participant, but as an expert. And um, they pick, the producers pick people <laughs> who are going to be the most volatile, the most uninhibited, um, who are going to be the most unpredictable and emotional. They know that that makes the best TV. It's so if you start doing so what you were saying, the good yeah. things that you do, you know, yes, they don't put that on as much because that's not as much as as entertaining, so to speak, as people who get humiliated. But isn't that? But doesn't that say something about the our audience. society and yeah. the audience that's, itself? The audience. They're not, not going to show us walking down the yellow brick road. They're going to show us show us fighting each exactly. other. Sierra, what, Sierra, what about that? No, what do you th- I just said that the media they like to put what's more interesting to uh, to the younger people that attracts more of us to actually follow in those footsteps and it's just the producers are looking for ratings within their programs which i mean it's supply and demand your, it is supply and demand yes. but given your but given given your situation now that you're you're going to prison on Thursday for three mm-hmm. and a half years sentenced to three and a half years for robbery mm-hmm. you're a mother and then you see all this kind of stuff going on i mean how does that make you feel and all this debate like I said, it's it's it could it's all falls on the parents as well. You know, I, I you believe choose, in the parents one hundred percent. Um, it's their well, responsibility not all the time because a lot of kids don't have right. the guidance. Yeah. Right. you know, the streets um, are raising them. Well, exactly. everyone has to take responsibility if I you said. are participating in it. You know, it is very sad that see because what happens is when the cameras start rolling, people act in ways that they wouldn't necessarily it isn't really reality in a lot of a lot of the time because you know that if you're acting more dramatically you're going to get the attention of the camera you're going to get more airtime you're going to get more more cover i said some people some some people people, and and like i've seen it myself you know i sit in front of some of these people all the time i'm like this is not you outside Mm -hmm. of this situation um again not proud uh, anything but i think i've always been this emotional what about wrestlers? But you also have you know. to 
the, the viewers also have a responsibility, like with Basketball Wise. The viewers wrote in and said, enough is enough. We right. want more. We want a different type of show next year. Whether or not VH1 is going to comply to that, I don't know, but, but they said they were. So I think the viewers have a responsibility. If you don't like what you see, then right write in, in mm-hmm. and demand right. that it change. I agree. What about the kid who jumped off? The the stairs and killed his cousin or something because he wanted to be a wrestler because he watched wrestling. Yeah, I remember he killed, that. What about that? Wrestling, we all know it's fake, but he wanted to be a wrestler. He was watching and emulate what he's seen on TV from a professional sport and killed somebody. And this kid, I think he went to jail or something. What about that? Like, that, all right, that just shows the power Drew, of media. Drew, grab, grab Freddie's the mic there the for a second and uh, give us some, because the text messages, the fo- we got um, yeah, so many to, phone calls, too. Trying to get at these text messages. Um, we have a text message from Kelly from Long Island. She says that, I agree that it's entertaining, but on the other hand, I do feel that as a mother, I don't want my daughter to idolize these females that don't give positive influences. And I don't want my son to look at these females in a negative light. But as a mother, it's my responsibility to speak to my kids about the right from wrong and to have respect for themselves and others. And last text message is this for you, Tahiri. Tahiri, they didn't leave a name, so I can't tell you who said it. I think think you're beautiful and well-spoken. I understand that a person can only get pushed so far before they push back. But as a person in your position to set an example for young women, do you feel like maybe you could have or should have reacted differently to the negative situations or conflicts on the show? Absolutely. I think she answered that. I think she answered that like three times. All right, you guys, I wish we had more time for this because we have so many phone calls. Wesley, Heiko, Jasmine, James, Julius, Eddie, everybody else on the line. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry we didn't get to your telephone calls this time, but I want to thank all of our guests. Tahiri, star of Love and Hip Hop, Freddie Robinson Jr. from VH1's Chrissy and Mr. Jones and Love and Hip Hop. And also, I want to thank Tawanda McEachern from Supporting Our Sisters, Kaidi Rodriguez from uh, the Role Model Program. She's a therapist. Kayla Furman, who is our uh, Role Model winner. And also Sierra, who's, who came in to talk about her experiences uh, with the criminal justice system. We'll put it that way on the phone. Sandra Guzman, author of the Latina Bible. And Allison, where's, okay, I've got Allison Samuels from the Daily Beast. You can read her uh, stories in thedailybeast.com and also in Newsweek. And Angelina from Jersey Shore. I want to thank all of you so, so much for being with us on this episode of Street Soldiers. We really appreciate it. Now, you can get on the Hot 97 payroll when your $1,000 weekdays at 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 6 p.m., holiday bill payout, pay your rent, take a vacation, do whatever you want to do, have some fun. Log on to hot97.com and tell us when you listen. This episode of Street Soldiers was made hot for you by the New York Institute of Technology, that's NYIT. Registration is going now at NYIT. Call 877-440-NYIT or visit nyit.edu. We're out there. Join us. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. And I want to thank our whole crew here at Hot 97, Vice President... uh, Vice President for Programming, Ebro, our Assistant Program Director, Carly Hustle, Senior Marketing Director, Denisha Benjamin, our Digital Guide, Jeffrey Thacker, my Executive Producer, and my whole Street Soldiers team here, Executive Producer, Tone Capone, Associate Producer, Joe Connor, Production Supervisor, Andrew Varis. You didn't realize there were this many people it takes to get this show on the air every week, but I'll, you know I appreciate all your help. Production Assistant, Angelique Tyree, our Board Op, the one and only TJ, our Intern, Sierra, and please check me out on the Fox 5 News at 10 tonight and at 5 6 and 10 during the week. Follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers, Instagram Lisa Evers Live. Have a great week everybody. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace. 
ASAP, get like me. Never met a mother, mother fresh like me. New York, this weekend, ASAP Rocky, that pretty mother, mother takes over Hot 97. Pretty mother, mother with the Mossberg. Jiggy mother, mother in my concert. This weekend, win your way into the in studio series with ASAP Rocky. I'll be your host, Edgy Martinez. We're going to check out ASAP Rocky's album before it hits stores, and we're going to talk to him too. Yeah. My album, Long Live ASAP, drops January 15th. This is an ASAP Worldwide first. Win your way in on Hot 97 this weekend or hit hot97.com for more ways to win. Western people, you shop much more for less. Check out this week's specials. Fresh chicken drumsticks, 88 cents a pound. Carolina rice, 20-pound bag, or Crisco oil gallon, $5.99 each. 1906 bone-in fresh rib steaks, $5.99 a pound. Yellow ripe bananas, 49 cents a pound. Fresh baked old-fashioned loaf cake, 14 ounces, 99 cents. Keebler chips deluxe, 14.8 ounces for $1.88. Mariners Harbor raw shrimp, $4.99 a pound. Western beef, Nothing but fresh, baby. At Samsung Auto Mall, we know what you're looking for when you're shopping for a pre-owned car. We buy cars, too. That's why we have over 600 pre-owns on the Samsung lot. Oh.